Hey y'all, so before today's episode gets started, I want to talk to you about a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Romer Skincare. Based out of Chicago, Romer launched a work-from-home clean skincare line that covers all your skin's needs, proving that you don't need a million serums and eye creams to get better skin. Why I love them is they have clean ingredients and effective results, which is a simple three-step routine. Right now, Romer Skincare is offering our listeners 15% off and a gift with your first purchase by using the code LISTENER15. I will have everything linked below. Just use the code LISTENER15 on their website, romerskincare.com. Hey y'all, it's Amelia Rose of Welcome to Say La Me. I'm apparently very excited. I felt like I just screamed that into my mic, <laughs> but hi. Um, yeah, I'm going to set the scene for you like I always do. It is a Sunday morning. It's about 10.30 and it is a very beautiful day. It's a beautiful, cool fall day. You couldn't, you literally couldn't ask for better weather. It's just gorgeous outside. I kind of want to be outside right now, but um, the audio would stink if I did that. So yeah. Um, so if you listened to my last podcast episode, you know that I had surgery last Tuesday and, um, last Sunday I had a procedure in the ER and I'm doing fine right now. I just wanted to kind of update y'all. I'm doing fine. I am still, um, not able to go places very much, which explains why I'm recording a podcast episode instead of at church right now, because literally church starts right now. It's 1030. I go to church at 10.30, so my, um, family's at church, and I am recording a podcast episode, so, yeah, that's great, I'm literally doing the less important thing, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it's just not time for me to be able to go places yet, um, hopefully this week I have a checkup type of post-op, um, appointment on Tuesday, so we will see how that goes, hopefully everything is progressing and whatever, um, if you want to know what I had done, like, just go listen to my podcast, um, my other podcast, uh, I don't remember what it's, oh, it's called, like, Mini Life Update or something, uh, go listen to that, and basically, I know I was saying, oh, I just have a checkup, and then I'm gonna have, or I have, like, a consultation, and then I'm gonna have surgery, no, no, I thought I was going for a consultation, and so the doctor's checking me out, and saying, well, not checking me out, but he is looking at my wound, (laughs) and he is trying to, you know, he's, like, diagnosing, or he's saying, oh, this looks good, this looks bad, whatever, and so my mom is like, okay, so, um, so when are we gonna come back and have surgery, he's like, oh, we can do it right now, and so he gets out, like, needles, and he's lidocaine, and um, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is great. Um, it was great. I was really glad not to have to schedule something and go back. It really, um, was just like two birds with one stone. So it was a nice appointment, but, um, it was a surprise of him being like, we can do it right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have surgery like right now. I'm not even prepared, but, um, yeah, so the surgery went well, have a post-op appointment on Tuesday. So yeah, I've been doing okay. It's been like off and on painful, um, but it's, that's fine, I, I just miss going places, and I miss being able to exercise, um, and walk around, and, like, be a normal person, <laughs> so it's not the most fun thing, but, um, that's okay, so, yeah, I am doing fine, so that's great, uh, this week, plans are just school, work, hopefully I can go into work, I've been doing remote stuff, um, which has been good. Part of my job is remote anyway, but hopefully I can actually go back and do, you know, the in-person stuff. That would be great. 
Um, not much coming up, just a normal week of school and stuff, and then the post-ops appointment, and we're all good. So, yeah, I'm very excited to get into today's episode. I've been thinking about this topic a lot, which I always say, I've been thinking about this a lot, but I have. I think about my topics a lot, and, um, if it's something that I keep mulling over, I'm like, maybe I should podcast about this. So, yeah, I'm very excited about today's episode. So, going to the emergency room and then having surgery this week has kind of made me think about how we approach things and the balance of our approaches. And so in my mind, we have two main approaches, kind of like two ends of the spectrum. So one approach is pushing yourself and being dedicated and getting stuff done, motivation or no motivation. Uh, It's basically just doing what you have to do and sometimes even making yourself do what you don't want to do in order to get the results you want or the results you need. And then the other approach is giving yourself a break and taking it easy, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, like, listen to your body and, like, self-care and all that. And I think most people think that these two sides are opposed, but they're actually, what I've been thinking about since having surgery and going to the ER was that they're actually complementary. And using my interesting medical week as um, kind of an example, uh, when I was having my procedures and my surgeries and stuff, it wasn't really pleasant and it wasn't something um, that I wanted to do. And sometimes it was very painful, Uh, but I just had to kind of get through it and get to a place where I could recover. And I couldn't just look at the doctor and say, look, I'm trying to prioritize self-care right now and this just isn't fitting my vibe. Um, Besides the fact that I do not talk like that, um, getting surgery was self-care. Obviously, I'm better off and healthier for it. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is self-care isn't always glitzy and glamorous and um, luxurious and whatever. Um, So sometimes we need to do the stuff that we don't want to do in order to be healthy and to take care of ourselves. So... Yes, self-care isn't always sparkles and luxury. And then on the flip side of that, once I had surgery, I wasn't going to just plow on living a normal life right afterwards. Um, I had to rest and I had to take time to recover. And that's taking that's the taking a break part. Um, you know, I wasn't just going to continue being, I wasn't going to be like a workaholic and not recognize that I had surgery and just kind of continue on like normal, you know, um, have my family to take care of me, which is difficult because I don't like being helped a lot of the time. I like to be, I'm pretty like self-reliant, um, independent type of person. Um, I'm glad to have them there, but I'm normally just kind of good on my own. Um, and now I can't be good on my own. I have to have people helping me. Um, But you just have to know when to rest and when to keep working. And so that's kind of what my episode is about today. It's just about how these two approaches complement each other and how they are both desirable. You know, I think we can take it from one end of the spectrum being like a workaholic. You always see that in like chick flicks. (laughs) Like the girl, like Hallmark movies, they're like, the girl was a workaholic until she lost her job and then she had to go up to her family's farm on Christmas and then she found some high school flame that she has history with and then they fall in love. But you know, it's always like, oh my gosh, she's a workaholic, like, she's killing herself for her job, or he, but, you know, I think most of my audience is female, but they're, they're killing themselves for their job, and they're, you know, they're rising up the ranks, but they're not happy on the inside, you know, um, that's one end of the spectrum, and then the other end of the spectrum is just, like, I'm just gonna, like, go on shopping sprees every single Saturday, and I'm gonna, like, I don't know, just laze around in bed, but I'm still in the highest paying position, I don't know, it's just like that's two into the spectrum, and so they're both good. I'm not gonna say one is good, one is bad. Like they're both good, and they both have a place and a time. 
but um, that is to be determined by your circumstance, your life, and you have to have kind of a balance of them. And that kind of comes to my next point, which is balance. I think it's very, very important to balance these two mindsets, and that's something I think our society does not do a great job at. Uh, This is especially prevalent on social media. I think it's completely ridiculous to say that someone became the CEO of a company by getting brunch every weekend, doing face masks every day, and drinking champagne in bed at 2 p.m. on a Sunday. Um, Obviously, that sounds ridiculous when you say it like that. But a lot of times, that's the type of image people and pages on social media are putting forward. Like, that's utterly ridiculous, and we know that on some level. But that's what I keep seeing, and it's impossible for that to be the truth. It's just wrong. People become CEOs by working really hard, um, late nights, pushing through and getting stuff done despite their motivation levels. Whether they lack motivation or they have motivation, they still get it done. And it's not to say that you have to kill yourself to get there, but at the same time, you've really got to work hard, and it's not going to come to you magically. And I really hate to say this, but I see a lot of female-centered pages do this. A lot of businesses um, that are focused towards females and whatever, they're always posting like memes or different things that are talking about skipping work to get your nails done or spending all day on the sofa in your cute new loungewear set with your little dog, but I don't see a lot of content on the flip side where they talk about crunching numbers and career career milestones and climbing up the ladder and just generally killing it at work and like doing doing work, you know? Um, it's like, if you talk about work, you always have to have a glass of wine in hand, and it's, it's getting a little bit old. That's somehow the implied message that they are, you know, doing the face mask, doing the loungewear, whatever, but they're still killing it, and I'm not saying that that cannot happen, especially in this work-from-home environment. That is totally plausible. (laughs) It can definitely happen, but, um, it it frustrates me a little to see that they can't, a lot of these pages cannot post um, things that are just talking just about work, you know? There always has to be a little bit of something, like, thrown in there. And I'm not talking about any specific page in general. It's just a general trend that I've seen. I'm not targeting anyone. Um, there are a lot of pages that I follow that are like that. And, you know, I, I'm in the mood for that sometimes. And that's just kind of who they cater to when I understand that. But... I'm honestly, if I'm I'm searching for a page that has said like that just shows general work stuff, you know, um, I'm having a little bit of a hard time finding it, you know, and maybe I'm just looking in the wrong places. But um, it is definitely a little bit discouraging me, um, discouraging to me to see one side but not the other highlighted. You know, we're always talking about, you know, the weekends. We're always talking about, um you know, the treat yourself day, the summer Fridays, all of that, and we're not talking about just the normal work day, or if we're talking about the normal work day, we're talking about it in a way of, like, drinking wine to get you through, or, you know, something like that, I'm just kind of like, come on, we're stronger than that, do we really need that image of ourselves, you know, that we can't make it out, make it through the work day without wine, and complaining to our girlfriends about it, like, come on, I don't know, it, it does frustrate me. And here's the part where I have to kind of drop in a little disclaimer. Do not misunderstand what I'm saying. If you are tempted to stop here because you're offended or you don't agree, whatever, please keep listening. I am going to kind of elaborate and put it all into context. Um, I just want to say, take a look at my Instagram um, or ask me my ideal weekend plans and you will know that I love getting brunch and having a lazy day as much as the next person. 
guys, I'm literally wearing a face mask right now as I'm recording. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. Um, I love doing that stuff. But on the flip side, I'm also a very hard worker and I love the feeling of accomplishment and having a really productive day. I feel really rewarded when I work hard. And so what I hate is the message that if you don't feel like doing something, you should just not do it in the name of, quote, self-care. I feel like maybe the term self-care has been used a little too much and a little too loosely and it's lost its meaning. I feel like when it first came on the scene, it was a great idea and people were like, oh my god, self-care. Like, that's, that's cool. Like, yeah, that's what we need to be doing and I completely agree with that. I think it's great. I just feel like maybe it's been used a little too much and has been applied to things that it was not originally supposed to be applied to. And it's now kind of lost its meaning. Uh, So what I'm seeing is that the line between self-care and laziness has gotten very, very blurred. And it's not just on social media, which I think is the most frustrating thing. I see people in real life who say, oh, I didn't do this assignment because I got my hair done and put on a face mask because I needed a self-care day. Okay, first of all, you can go get your hair done. You can. And you can put on a face mask while you do the assignment. Like, I've literally heard people say that multiple times, different people in different places, and they don't get anywhere with that attitude. And I'm not pretending I'm perfect. I'm not. But I do get my school done, and I get my work done before I get a long bath or I watch YouTube. It's a work before pleasure mindset. And if I want to have that really lazy day, like on the weekends, I push a little bit harder harder during the week so that I have time during the weekend to do whatever I want to do. Um, so you really can't have your cake and eat it too in this scenario, but you just might not be able to eat it right away. I just think, you know, I'm not saying it's a this or that. It's like, it's this and this, but I might not, you know, I might not be able to have, you know, go out with friends one night, but if I really want to have that lazy day, I just need to know what I want more. Um, I might have to sacrifice a little bit to have this really great day. I might not have a really great week, but I'll have a really great day that I'm planning. And so I might need to just like kind of get on it and do school a little bit more or get a little more work done earlier in the week if I want to have that really, really nice day. And it's, it's perfectly acceptable to kind of sacrifice in some areas to have it in others. And I don't know, it just, people are saying it's an either or situation and it's really, really not. So yeah, that comes back to, again, balance. It's a big balancing game. And in some ways, these two approaches are not always going to be 50-50. And that's completely fine. You know, for example, I've gone through weeks where I felt down or I felt upset or I felt like just burned out and felt like I needed to take a little time for myself. And I have been able to do that. And that's been great. And I've also had weeks where I felt like I needed to take time for myself. I felt that exact same emotion and I wasn't able to do that. Maybe it was midterms week. Maybe I had a lot of work stuff going on. Maybe I just had a lot going on in general. But I recognize it's not in my long-term best interest to take the self-care day because I might miss an assignment. And this is not an anxious feeling. It's just, it's a cost-benefit analysis. It's like, will this affect me well long-term? If the answer is no, I'm sorry, I can't do that, you know? Um, So some weeks will be go, go, go and really rushed and whatever. And other weeks you'll have all the time in the world to get your stuff done and, you know, take a bath, whatever. Um, And that's fine as long as you're able to be an adult and do what you need to do. And this comes to another idea of the whole idea of adulting is hard was really funny and really relatable when I first heard it. And sometimes it still is. Um, 
but now overall it's getting kind of old for me and once I realized that there were people out there who actually used this as an excuse as to why they constantly underachieved it became really really unattractive I am super careful if I ever say adulting is hard because I don't want to be I am a hard worker and I know that and I know I can joke about adulting being hard it's like I'm still gonna you know I'm still gonna get my stuff done but now I'm very if someone doesn't know me, I'm never going to say adulting is hard or something like that. Um, because I want them to know I'm a hard worker. I'm still going to get my stuff done. But I can still complain about it without sacrificing, you know, you know, me being an adult. And I'm going to get my stuff done. So I'm very careful with how I use that phrase. And I think it's only funny in the context of adulting is hard, but I will do it anyway. And not adulting is hard, so I'm not going to do it. And I think that's why people get labeled as like cupcakes or snowflakes or whatever you want to call them. Side note, cupcakes and snowflakes can come from every single age and walk of life. They're not limited to one single stereotype. I know a lot of people say college students are snowflakes, college students are cupcakes, and maybe there are more of those in the college student um demographic but like older people can be cupcakes or whatever you want to call them like younger people like it really it's pretty individual like it's not just limited to one single category um but it's becoming easier and easier to get by with putting in little to no effort and it's becoming more accepted and honestly for someone who wants to be German who wants to be you know an adult it's it's really frustrating to see that People can just, you know, not really do very much and get by. And I'm just kind of like, I mean, I don't want people to have to work to death in order to succeed. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, I want them to kind of have to put in some work because that's the way life used to be. And I don't know. It's just, it's getting frustrating to see that people who don't care at all, really, they can just do the bare minimum and get by. I'm just kind of like, it's frustrating to me. So yeah, another disclaimer. I know I'm not technically adulting yet. I am an adult. I'm 21. Um, I'm a college student with minimal bills, and so I'm not really in the quote real world yet, and I know that. But I also know I'm capable of functioning like a fully grown adult when I need to, um, even when it's not fun and exciting. You know, I feel like I've achieved a balance of hard work and break times, the self-care and the working, you know, getting your stuff done. Um... And it's frustrating not just to see that other people haven't, but to see that a lot of people don't have the desire to set the balance. They'd rather just have fun in every moment, and they still expect that they're going to be in this high-paying, respected position and have all these milestones regardless of their lack of effort. And in some ways, society is affirming this with what I said before with all those um, posts about, you know, I couldn't care less, but I'm the CEO. I'm like, you don't get that. You don't get there with that attitude, you know? Like, I would say 95% of the time you don't get there with that attitude. And that's what I'm seeing, you know? I'm, I said before, I'm having a hard time finding pages on Instagram or, you know, resources where it shows people it with the right kind of balance. And, like, I, like I said before, I love posting different stuff. Like, my Monday motivation posts are all from, like, rom-coms and chick flicks. And I love that stuff. And that's really, really fun for me. But I also know that I'm a hard worker and I get stuff done, you know. I, I've only taken one break from this podcast since I started in May, and that was because I had my birthday week, you know. Um, like, I had surgery and I'm still doing this podcast. I'm not, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I am, if I want to do stuff or if I have stuff to do, I'm going to get it done, you know. I, 
this week was not the best week because I was recovering from surgery. A lot of times I had pain medications that were making me feel loopy and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I still got, like, an exam and two tests or two quizzes and, like, an assignment done. And that's what I had for the week and I did it, you know. Um, And I don't know. It just... I'm not an advocate for working yourself to death in order to get to the highest highest position, but I'm also not a fan of waiting around expecting a promotion when you didn't do anything to deserve it, you know? Sometimes you have to go out of your way to get what you want. Again, you have to do a cost-benefit analysis. Is what I want worth the work I'm putting in? If you don't think it is, that's completely fair and legitimate. Don't do it, you know? But if you do think it is, keep going, you know? Don't, don't let people tell you that you're being too... I don't know, too intense with your work, unless you are, like, again, um, it is very individual, but, you know, if you're not happy, if you're not, if the thought of what you want does not make you happy enough for you to do the work, that's completely legitimate to say, "Mm, maybe I don't want this anymore, and I've done that before, you know, um, and it's fine, but you really do have to kind of, the feeling is different if you, are just too lazy to do it, you'll know that. But if you, if it's not worth it, you'll know that too. You know, there's some stuff that's not worth it. And some things that are worth it to other people are not worth it to yourself. And that's completely fine. But I don't know. I just feel like you do have to know yourself. But I just feel like laziness in any sort of aspect is really not going to get you places that you want to go. So, yeah, these are my thoughts on that. I am not a you-do-you type of person, even though I think it's a very, very fun phrase to say. I say it to my sisters, like, all the time. They don't like it. I think it's hilarious. Um, But I'm more of a work-before-pleasure type of person and an all-work-no-play-makes-jack-a-dull-boy type of person. Both those phrases, um, if we're categorizing my mindset and phrases, um, both of those phrases are balanced and fair and... um, two good things that we both have. So I really, I like those phrases better than the you do, you boo thing. Cause I think a lot of stuff that people do, they should not be doing. (laughs) Um, and like I mentioned before, there are times when I love looking at those pages with all the funny memes and adulting is hard jokes. Um, but it's only funny with the understanding that it's a joke. You know, I think if it starts to become true in a person that they can't get by without these creature comforts, it's pretty sad, and I really don't want to be associated with that because I'm a tough cookie, and I can stick it stick it out, suck it up, and get it done if I need to. So, I love being a balance of a hard worker and the girl who drank pumpkin spice latte and is doing a face mask currently this morning. Very, very true, and um, I enjoy both those qualities about myself. And they aren't mutually exclusive, but some people and companies portray these things like they are, and it's becoming truer and truer as people take this to heart. People internalize the marketing and the messages of social media, of the world, of, you know, there are certain people higher up who are saying, like, you can, you know, I don't know, you don't have to hard work hard. You can just go from one one thing to another, um, one creature comfort to another, and you'll be fine, and that's not really, um, very productive in life, that is not ultimately very fulfilling, and it's very sad, so the message I'm getting from Instagram, from a lot of these pages and companies, is that I can't go to work without my daily coffee and the knowledge that I'm getting massage afterwards, and that might not be true, that really might not be true for the people behind these pages, behind these companies, I'm sure a lot of them are very hard workers, um, 
But that's the message that I get from a lot of these like boss babe, girl boss, hustle culture type of social media pages. And I do not relate to that. I go to work um, <laughs> without that stuff. Sometimes, yes, I love getting a coffee before I go to work. Um, and yeah, sure, work is way more enjoyable when you know you're getting massage afterwards or when you're, you go in with a little treat. But I think when treats become daily things that you cannot live without it's sad because it's not necessary for living like a lot of stuff is not necessary for living but um it's just like you need to reevaluate if you can't get by without getting coffee or without getting a massage or without treating yourself every week then every week becomes every day and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing I'm not saying that you know every week training yourself on the weekends is a bad thing I'm not saying that at all but it's when you can't get by without it, when you don't know what to do, when you're just like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I miss this, you know, whatever. I see vlogs on YouTube where people are like, I miss my weekly massage. I don't know what to do with myself. And I'm just like, get a grip, you know? Um, sorry, that's not, and that's not me being ugly. And I'm not going to apologize for that because I just feel like you need to just get a grip, you know? People just need to get a grip um, and realize that there are more important things in life. And yes, like challenge yourself, you know? If you go to work, like, some of these people won't even go to work with, like, a stomach ache, you know? And that is frustrating, you know? Obviously, if you're going to throw up, don't go to work. But, um, I don't know. It's just, like, they don't challenge themselves. They don't stimulate themselves. They're, they're just not challenging themselves at all with, like, any part of it. And it makes me sad because they don't believe in themselves as much as they should. Um, they believe in their coffee more than they believe in themselves, and that is very, very sad. So, I am sure a few of you think that I'm going to ca- categorize this podcast as a rant, um, this at least this episode as a rant, and I'm not, and I'm going to explain that, and then I'm going to log off, but people act as though expressing an emotion that has a negative side automatically equals a rant. It does not. Um, I didn't tear anyone down. I didn't mention anyone by name. And to be honest, I don't even have anyone in particular in mind. This isn't a veiled insult towards one specific person or page or demographic or anything. This is an observation. And, um, well, I guess that's not true. I did mention that, um, there are female-centered, um, companies. So I guess that would be a demographic that I'm kind of harsh on, but I'm not saying that they're failures. I'm not saying anything negative besides their marketing might need a little bit of clarification and they might need a little bit of work. And I think it's evolving into some idea where people cannot be challenged and people cannot be, um, yeah, people can just, I'm, I'm apparently I'm sticking with the word challenge, but people can't be challenged. They can't do the hard stuff without some little reward. And it's, I don't know, it's, concerning to me um but anyway this is just an observation so yeah I'm being very careful with how I refer to things this is not a rant this is just another podcast episode so I hope you enjoyed this episode I definitely did um I think it has a lot of discussion points and I would really really love to hear your thoughts I really want to hear what some of you thought about this episode and you know if you have any counter arguments or you know just any other ideas I'd absolutely love to hear them um so please dm me on instagram the information is in the show notes along with that of our sponsor so definitely check that out because we have a cool discount code um and please tell me your take on this so thank you for listening and i'll talk to you next time bye